Hello, Divine Souls, and welcome to another episode of The Divine Spiral, where we let spirit and intuition guide the conversation to where it's supposed to be for our highest good. I'm Jordan Johnson, and it's just me today, actually, and I just want you to know you're not here by accident. I feel the energy of this podcast has attracted your soul to this episode for a very divine reason. This is another episode in the mini-series called Our Divine Scars, where we focus on a deep personal exploration of one of our own spiritual wounds and share our experience through them together. It's just me, but I wanted to do this because I feel it's important to share my experience of walking through a wound on my own. Like sometimes in the spiritual journey, we don't really have other people to talk to. And I think by just, or I just hope by sharing how I process something and how I connect things, that maybe it can help you and give you insight and clarity on how you can do the same, whether you're going to do something similar or something totally different wound-wise. And so with that, I just want to start with like what exactly I am going through. And I want to be very open and transparent in this episode because, you know, starting a podcast isn't all butterflies and rainbows. And it is actually. <laughs> it is very rewarding and very fulfilling. I have been elated recently with every time the inspiration I get starting a podcast. But I had a wound and trigger come up today around the podcast. It wasn't the podcast itself or Michael itself. It was connecting to a major theme in my life that I connected, actually. And earlier, me and Michael were trying to break down like how to conversate in our descriptions um, and like that tone of voice we want to use because we want to we want to have a community we want to be in support of a community and not necessarily push people to collaborate with us and to um, be in the shared space and contribute but to really feel like they're genuinely welcomed because we're not doing it for ourselves you know and we're just discussing things and you know, nothing he did at all it was all me but I recognized the trigger I had and this stems from actually business partnerships I've had two major business partnerships well one business partnership that was starting out that never even got started because of just some things that fell apart with it but one business partner I had I miss her to this day I love her and she has been a very big impact in my life even after our partnership has ended but it, it comes down to when someone has a differencing in opinion to me. For some reason, I feel like, you know, I thought that I was able to, you know, communicate and compromise, basically. But it's really actually hard for me. I recognize this wound around collaboration. And I don't know if it's just the areas of me and this fiercely independent drive or my, I don't know what it is. But I feel this energy deeply. And... I noticed it today when I got triggered. It, it happened by chance to be the same day that I had my first life coaching session. And we were talking this life coaching session about communication and people calling me and me not being able to really want to talk to them, right? And he said something that was really interesting that I thought about when I got triggered earlier was he said, when people call you, and you don't want to answer, it's because something inside of you is resisting something about that specific relationship. And I thought about that. I said, well, wait, that actually makes sense because when, you know, my fiance calls me, I like answer right away. I love talking to him. When Michael calls me, I answer right away because I love talking to him. But what recognize, what made me recognize this trigger earlier through the podcast discussion with Michael is because I got triggered on my own wounds, right? I knew it was nothing Michael was doing. I knew it was my inability to collaborate and I had to really go deep in that. And then I could see how the way I was communicating to him, how I was getting triggered and how I just had to feel like I had to fight for my opinion, 
when that's not really the environment at all. It was my perceived reality of the environment because of my wounds. I was viewing that circumstance through my wounds because I've been wounded from two other people. It wasn't them that caused the wounds in me. It was myself, but it stemmed from my previous partnerships, right? And it irks me when I feel like I have to fight for my opinions, when I have to fight to convince people of my opinions and why I feel like this is something that should be said, right? And I just want to state that Michael in no way, shape, or form was, you know, <laughs> doing any of that. It was all me. This was all like internal. But what I'm saying is when I had this trigger, it pushed resistance to me to want to communicate further with Michael in that moment because I was upset, right? You know, oftentimes when we get triggered with our healing, we get upset and we let our emotions kind of guide our actions instead of our heart, which is a very big difference, might I add. And I recognize that because when he tried calling me to talk it out, because things like this are definitely better discussed over the phone, which is something I should, you know, fight for, which I didn't. But he tried calling me. I declined it. And I declined it because of the same reason the life coach told me, you know, it was something you were resisting something about that relationship. And in that moment, I was resisting Michael and that confrontation, that confrontation that someone has a different opinion of mine and I have to fight for my opinion or at least discuss it out. Me and Michael have a very communicative and open relationship and I've already told him about this wound. And like I told him immediately, I, I literally told him, I was like, you know, I got triggered earlier and I don't know why. Um, well, I didn't know why and I was connecting it, everything and I, I'm going to get his feedback literally like we did in the last episode of this mini series. That's what we do. And we're so open. And I was open with him even in that podcasting, even if I knew it wasn't necessarily you know, something that he would like, but I was communicative because we, we had that dynamic and I knew he can offer insight and help me. But I wanted to share how I'm going to work through this on my own too, because it's important to be able to work through stuff on your own. It really is because not all the time do you have someone to turn to. I remember in my spiritual waking journey, I was alone for over a year. I didn't know anyone spiritual and I felt like no one would understand me. No one would understand my drive for healing. Even the life coach today, I really felt like he just didn't really get me. He didn't really get how driven I am to heal myself and how I hold myself accountable, accountable to that healing. And I've been alone and I've healed a lot of stuff on my own. And I'm sure you guys have too. But it's important to recognize when you're acting from a place of your emotions, when you're getting triggered, when something's repeating and what might be causing that. And so relating all of this me connecting the dots to all this, when I got triggered earlier with Michael and he called me, I declined it. I recognized and I said, wait, I declined it because I'm resisting confrontation with him because I I love the podcast so much that I don't want there to be conflict. There, there wasn't any conflict. It was perceived in my own wound. There wasn't any conflict, but I was triggered and resisted that fact. And then I couldn't confront that fact. And I was scared to be open and honest with him and vulnerable with him because I didn't want it to affect our relationship. And, you know, I'm not saying that. I, well, I, it sounds like I'm exaggerating, like, the what he would have done, but that's not something he would have done. Like, it wouldn't have affected the relationship. But in my wound, it's kind of how it felt, you know? That's when your emotions, when your emotions stem from, like, a wounded place, it can really affect your ability to perceive what's actually happening because it almost feels exaggerated and it feels intense. And so I get calls from my family all the time. 
relating this back to the the phone call stuff, like I get calls from my dad and I, for some reason I can't just answer it. I just decline it and say, I'll call him later, right? Now, Logan, my fiance calls me, I'll answer right away. But when someone else calls me that I have resistance to, it's hard for me to pick up the phone because I feel like I have to fight for myself. I feel like with my dad, for example, I have to, I don't, I have the resistance to the fact that he doesn't accept me all the way, right? Or that he, I can't be my true self. So if I answer the phone and he asked me how I was doing, I can be like, I'm suffocating because I'm like in a, such a horrible, painful state because X, Y, Z happened in my life. I don't feel like I can do that. I don't feel like I can express myself openly and honestly and humility, human, humanly, basically. I can't feel like I can do that with him. So I have resistance to answering that phone call from him. And it's kind of what happened today with Michael. I, I felt that resistance, but the life coach said something to me today. He says, you know, taking the next action and step to healing that trigger and to being able to answer that call starts with one thing, right? If it's just one call you answer, if it's just one time you do this, it's going to spiral. And that's what I recognized with Michael today. I said, he tried calling me. I said, you recognize that this is triggering. You're recognizing you don't want to talk to him because of the resistance. Force yourself to do it anyway because you know that that's what you're being called to do. And you know that's what's going to bring clarity to the situation on my end. I mean, he probably wasn't even thinking anything of this. You know, it was just all on my end. So I can't explode on him. I can't let my emotions control that destiny of mine with him just because I'm feeling something from my own wounds. No, I, I was able to recognize that there's a wound here. There's a trigger here. And it's not Michael's fault. It's not Michael's fault at all. And we weren't really even in a disagreement. It was just the fact that I felt like I had to explain my perspective and convince someone of my opinion. And I don't know where this wound really stems from. Let me think. I'm working through this life, honestly. Where does this wound stand from? Where I I think that, you know, I have to fight for my opinion. Ah, I got it. When I was a child, all right, I'm going to walk through how I did that. I really just felt like I got that insight. I keep bringing up Kim, my old therapist. She she really taught me how to do this just through experience. She, she just said, close your eyes and what's the first thing you think of? And that's what I did. The first thing I thought of was when I was a child, I would go to church. I went to church all the time. And I was I was what they call a, a Jesus freak. And I mean that in the lo most loving way. Like, I love Jesus. I love chasing after Jesus. And I was, you know, raised Baptist and Christian. So I was the one to read verses to you and random people, right? And I, and that was my old self. I don't do that now, absolutely. I definitely respect people's own beliefs. And they can believe whatever they want to. It's not my responsibility. You know, it's, it's on them. You know, they can live and go about their growth however they choose but back then before I was awakened to all this I really loved teaching about God I loved being involved in the church I loved everything that connected me to source wow and this is to another one that I had come up today with my fiance it's like I love connecting spiritually to things you know I was feeling really down before we started this podcast really really down with life I was feeling unmotivated I feel like I lost my sense of purpose and my happiness it's because I wasn't connecting spiritually anymore. I wasn't connecting to source anymore. And all of my life, I've had this desire to connect to source. All of my life, I've had this desire to connect to source in everything I do. And so back to this church thing that came up to me of where this came from, I had this desire to always be involved. I always felt like I could do something. That, that age didn't matter. That I could help with the VBS or that I could do this or 
I ran the soundboard at my church from like age 12 to like 15, right? Like I just was involved and I loved that. And I felt like I had the ability to do that. But people's other people's ego and their perception of what should be prevented me from doing some of the things I really wanted to do that I felt like I could do. And these things included like leading a Bible study or doing something like that. They said that because of my age, I couldn't do that. And that really felt like I had to fight for myself. Like if I want to actually do this thing that, you know, you would think of all things like I should be able or could be able to do or at least try it, that I'd be able to. And I don't think Bible study was like a specific example of mine back then, but I'm just using it as an example. I just wanted to be more involved, but they told me like because of my age, I couldn't be. And that hurt me. That wounded me because I felt like no matter what I thought about myself, it came down to someone else's opinion. It came down to what other people are accept about me or okay with. And I felt like in that, I felt like I couldn't fight for myself then. I felt like I wasn't able to fight for myself. I felt like, I just felt like almost like my dreams were crushed. It, it left me hopeless. Like, okay. If I'm supposed to continue down this church path, like, am I always just going to have to answer to someone else on what I should and shouldn't do or could do, you know? You know, sometimes it's really easy to to blame someone else or to, like, earlier with the Michael example, like, it, sometimes it could have been easy for me to say, hey, I have an opinion and I don't feel like it's validated and that's your fault. But that's not it at all. Healing starts with awareness, and being able to be aware of yourself, take your yourself out of your body and look at things from a nonlinear perspective and be like, okay, this is connected to this and this is connected to this. Like I connected that the trigger of the opinion things comes up during partnerships for some reason. When I'm working towards something tangible, I guess, with people. Um, it's like I have opinions and because I feel feel like almost I have not knowledge that they don't have, but knowledge that can contribute positively and them not understand me. I feel like I felt in the church where I wasn't able to be accepted or appreciated for what I could bring to the table. And this has come up in a couple of my partners, business partnerships. And, you know, I acted, you know, I was told that my reaction was kind of overboard to it. And looking back at it, it was. And I asked myself why, and it's because I acted from my wounded self. I let the emotions from the wound decide my actions. Whereas today, I let the emotions from this wound or trigger guide me towards healing. I was able to take a step back and say, this isn't Michael, this is me. I was able to take a step back and say, this isn't what I want. And I was able to say, face your fear, start that one little action. And so I told Michael, that was my action. It was to call him. I mean, we weren't even talking about the wound. We were just talking about, you know, what do we say in the description? That's all we were talking about. And it was not even any, and that's the thing. You can get triggered and it not be a big thing at all. I, this brings me to a prime example of when I was dating a guy a couple years ago and 
this was in the beginning of my spiritual journey and I have had a lot of like anger issues. Like I would just get angry, you know, all my life, like I would react with anger a lot. And this stemmed from what I witnessed growing up and then the mental illness starting my family with anger. And with this person, I would just get really upset and angry with them. Really upset and angry. And it was exaggerated. It was extreme. I would get triggered over the smallest things, the smallest things. It would set me off. And I didn't know why. But I was aware of it instantly. I didn't know anything about healing right then in that moment. But I recognized, Jordan, you're being angry for no reason. And I instantly would tell him. I'd be like, well, I'm sorry I expressed it like that. That's kind of crazy that I did that. And I took a step back. Spirit amplifies certain emotions within your triggers and your wounds to get your attention. To say, hey something's up here you need to focus your attention here because otherwise if it wasn't exaggerated you wouldn't have noticed right and that's what happened today with michael it was exaggerated for me or i wouldn't have noticed it wasn't an exaggerated situation it wasn't like we were really combative and like no 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 we were just like what do we put in the description and i felt like we should word something he said a little differently because it would cultivate a more willingness for people to really engage with us because i didn't want us to say hey this podcast is about growing into the biggest it could be no it's about honestly helping people and getting people to connect with that help and i want them to feel encouraged to do that without sounding like we're pushing for that right and that comes through voice and tone and that's what we were discussing very civilly actually and so i don't know it that's what happened today. It was exaggerated for me. And wounds can be exaggerated by spirit or by your higher self so that it brings awareness to your healing because awareness is 85% of the healing. It really is. Because if you're aware of something, the next time it happens, you're going to be aware of it again. And you're going to be aware of it again. And you're going to be aware of it again. And when you're aware of something like that, it cultivates your ability to change yourself or change your actions for the next time or even in that circumstance like I was today. Like in that example today, I was aware of it. And I did something different. You know, the definition of a crazy person is them doing the same thing, expecting a different result, right? And if you're stuck in a cycle or a pattern that involves healing and you're doing the same thing each time, and you're not getting anywhere. Well, no wonder, because you're doing the same things. You have to do something different. And so when I became aware of it today, I was like, okay, instead of not talking to him or blowing up or not discussing it right now, why don't I just be open? Why don't I just tell him what I'm feeling? And that's what we did. And we discussed it all. And we we finalized what we were going to say. And turns out, guess what? We we're on the exact same page. It came down to miscommunication. So if I reacted from a place of my wounds and, you know, like I did two a year ago with that first business partner, it could have done damage when it, there wasn't any damage that needed to be done. You know, it was just us communicating. What do we want? What's the purpose of this description? You know, what's the purpose of our voice? And where do we want to go and align ourselves? That's how Michael awarded it. He said, uh, what do we need to do to align ourselves? Or like, we're just misaligned here. Let's align ourselves on our goal, our purpose for the, the tone, you know, of our written word. And so I just want to say, if you're getting triggered by your wounds, if it's being exaggerated in your own mind or body, and something's really bothering you, it's being exaggerated to bring your awareness to it so that you can begin to heal it. 
And just try to be mindful of like, if you're acting from a place of your exaggerated emotions, or if you're acting from a place of your heart. And you'll know if you're acting from a place of your heart because you'll feel good about what you're doing. You'll feel good about your response to something. You know, I felt good that I was able to to tell Michael what I was feeling. You know, that made me feel a lot better because I wanted to cultivate that open and honest, transparent relationship, even if it's something he may not like about me. Because that's important to me. And that made me feel good. So you'll know if something feels right based on how you feel. Because your feelings do guide you. Now, I'm not saying that your feelings are everything, but your feelings can guide you. And being able to discern if you're feeling something based on a wound or based on a place of your heart is important too. So sometimes feelings can exaggerate things, but you have to be able to discern through your intuition and your specific connection to source what it's trying to tell you, right? To be able to be aware of your own wounds and healing is important if you want to take control over the direction of your healing. You know, the the circumstance today with Michael could have gone two totally different ways. You know, I could have let it really bother me without saying anything. Or I could have said something and it still bothered me. But instead... I went within and said, here is why it's bothering me. It's not necessarily the situation at all. It's coming from a place much deeper than that. To be able to recognize that and appreciate and accept what that is trying to do for your life. You know, that circumstance that was brought up with Michael and what that was doing for your life. You know, and when you can recognize the root of a problem, you've pretty much got the healing done because you can go back in time to that root of the problem, because all that's happening in the present moment when this happens is an ego response. And the ego does serve a great purpose. The ego is there to protect you, right? But when you develop your ego through your childhood, you know, um, and your circumstances and your conditioning, and you develop this ego, and your ego becomes wounded, it will begin to, and through your adult life or whenever you heal this, it begins to develop its kind of mind of its own, right? And it, it'll say, whoa, 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 this happened, blah, 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 alert, alert, this shouldn't do that, but, or you, you, that person shouldn't do that, or you should do this, because it's been trained based on a previous experience. So that trigger is your ego triggering you. And it, it does have a job, but sometimes its job cannot be what you want it to do anymore, because it may have served you at one point in your life, but it might not serve you anymore. So the trigger is there to show you, hey, something's not right with this. You know, you're, you're triggered, but your awareness, your higher self is saying, hey, something's not right with this trigger. Why am I getting triggered with this? Right. And that's where that healthy balance with feelings and emotions and this outside higher awareness is crucial. Because sometimes when someone says something to you and they're like, you know, you're X, Y, Z and you do blah, 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 blah. And you get really hurt by that. And your ego says, hey, red flag, you need to walk away from this person. It's not giving you anything false. It's trying to protect you and you should listen to it. Your higher awareness even probably agrees and says, yeah, right now this person is really not for me. But having that higher awareness is always crucial. Always go back to that outside higher awareness of a situation. 
Because when you can go out from that outside higher awareness, you can guide your life from a higher perspective. And you can begin to heal this wounded ego. You know, you can go back in time to when I was in church and I can say, okay, I see how that served me there because I was trying to protect myself from other people's opinions and their control over me because I was not independent yet. I was very young and I had to be under their control. But that same trigger and emotion doesn't serve me anymore because I am independent, because I can collaborate openly and be open to ideas and new perspectives. And that awareness to, and, and to be able to go back in time to heal your wounded ego is crucial if you want to get deep into your own healing, right? And so with that, you know, I, I kind of will leave you there. The triggers can be extreme at times just to show you that they're existing for a reason. And it's up to you to decide what you want to do with that. Do you want to keep feeling that trigger? Does it serve you? Ask yourself. You know, you can always ask yourself something and you'll always receive an answer. You know that. If you don't know anything or if you're confused about something or you need clarity about something, I promise you the second you start asking yourself these questions, what is that trying to say? What is that trying to tell me? What does that mean to me? Like, is this job position for me? Blah, blah, blah. Ask your higher self. And with time and with surrender, those answers will find you through many different ways, whether it be your intuition or physical signs and synchronicities, or whether it be a book you read or a book that comes to your life or a podcast or anything, the answer will find you. And so begin to ask yourself these questions. Does this wound serve me anymore? Or does this trigger serve me anymore? Does this reaction serve me right now or serve me anymore? Should I keep acting like this with my business partnerships? And ask yourself, receive that guidance, and lead your own life to healing. And with that, guys, I appreciate you listening. And I hope you got something from this. Um, until next time, we'll talk to you later.